of the Wake Up With Walbrook podcast. So grateful you're here with me today. I'm your host, Chris Walbrook. I'm sitting here in beautiful Aspen, Colorado. The sun is shining. It's a little bit of rain, but overall, just the smell of the mountains just brings out something so peaceful and serene in me. So I'm so happy to be here. And we are on our third installment of our Thursday Thoughts, where I really focus on what are intentional conversations that we can have, just bite-sized conversations that can transform your life, and more importantly, the lives of those around you. Today I'm really excited for our next topic, which is one of the most dangerous words in the English language that I feel like no one is talking about. Before we get started though, I would really appreciate your support, so please head on over to Instagram and follow us at Chris Welbrook to support the podcast financially. Please visit patreon.com backslash wakeupwithwellbrook, and for more details about the show as well as the blog, please visit our website at wakeupwithwellbrook.com. Thanks for tuning in. I really hope you enjoy the show. One of the most dangerous words in the English language is one that you probably never thought of, and it's yet. I can't wait to tell you all about it, okay? But first, let's start with a quote. Here it is. It's by Michelangelo. It says, the sculpture is already complete within the marble block before I start my work. It is already there. I just have to chisel away the superfluous material. Now, like I said every episode, I want to look at the dictionary definition for each of these words. It allows us to have a foundation upon which to build upon. So for yet, one of the definitions, there's a lot of different ones, but the one that I found most applicable in this situation is this. This is yet, referring to something that will or may happen in the future. Before I tell you why yet is so dangerous, let me give you a little backstory. Okay, my entire life, I've taken pride in being a goal-oriented and a driven person. And this has gotten me so far in life. It's allowed me to excel, you know, athletically, scholarly, um, in my personal life, right? And over the course of my life, I've honed and I perfected it to where, you know, at my height, you could say, um, I was working full time. I was earning my master's after working on the weekends. I was maintaining a long distance relationship and actually growing it even though we were hour, an hour, two hours apart. I was growing spiritually. I was hitting the gym to increase my, my physical health. All the while I still found time to binge watch one of my favorite shows of all time, Bones. Now you could look at this and you could say, wow, he did a lot, man. He was always working. He never took a day off. But here's my biggest question on that. Was I really satisfied? At the end of the day, when I looked at I did a ton of things, but was I really satisfied? And as I reflected on it this week, as I kind of prepped for this episode, in some areas I could say yes. Yeah, I was really grounded in my relationship, and that was growing in ways, and, and you know, over the course of that time, I got engaged, and I'm soon to get married, and I'm really excited about that. And, and spiritually, I felt like I was taking steps in the right direction on this journey, and I felt pretty good about that, right? But my physical and my professional journeys, not even close. I had set a goal, right? And, and I set goals all the time. I don't just do them, you know, New Year's resolutions, right? I set goals and I kind of like to revamp my goals every once in a while. And I think that that's a pretty awesome process if done right. And physically, my goal was to reach 175 pounds, which was my wrestling weight back in high school. And professionally, my goal was to earn my master's. So by the standard, if I look at these two goals, right, 175 pounds and earning my master's in ed leadership, by this standard, I was not there yet. And that's where that word yet comes in. When we focus on yet, we aim all of our energy at the top of the mountain as if achieving that goal will make all of our other problems fade away. 
and the stuff that served us along that journey, right? The stuff that allows you to really excel and work hard and make sacrifices, that dissatisfaction and that disgruntledness, right? Where you're like, ah, I can't, I gotta keep going. I gotta keep chasing these goals. Those serve us as we pursue our goals, but they actually backfire and prevent us from really enjoying the present and the journey. So as I was making this episode, I really thought about this question. How do you counter this yet, this yet mindset while still being a driven and goal-oriented person? And I don't have all the answers. I'm still figuring it out for myself. But here's a good place to start. Step one, understand that when you're in the thick of things, you can't see the big picture. There's an old saying that says that you can't see the forest from the trees, which means that when you're in the middle of something, when you're preoccupied with accomplishing your goal, you get tunnel vision. And that is something that makes athletes, entrepreneurs, business people, pretty much anyone who's successful. So that is almost the secret to their success is that their ability to block out all of the rest of the noise and focus on what they need to do to be successful. And again, like I said, these are great components and characteristics of success. But when you are preoccupied with accomplishing your goals, you miss all the amazing moments and relationships that pass you by. You're so focused on what you need to do and you're not satisfied. So if it's my physical goal, right? I have not hit 175 pounds on the scale. Well, then I'm not there yet. And all the time that I've spent, all I can do is focus on what I have to do to get there. And I miss all of the amazing moments that are available to experience. I withdraw from that. Maybe not physically, but definitely I'm not present, or at least fully present when I could be. Step two, trust that there is a bigger plan. Whatever your higher power is, for me, that is God. You've gotta trust that there's a greater reason for everything that's happening. Okay, maybe it's taking longer than you want to achieve your goal. Maybe there's roadblocks, maybe there's obstacles, and maybe you've had a step. I mean, you take one step forward and two steps back. Instead of focusing on how long you have until you achieve whatever goal, focus on what you're meant to learn and who you're meant to help along the way. Achieving your goal is not just checking off a box, and this took me a long time to figure out. Achieving a goal is not just checking off a box, it's transforming your character and who you are as a person. You should not be the same person after a goal as when you started. And so many people just think that, oh, I'm gonna get this piece of paper, I'm gonna get this diploma, I'm gonna finish school. No, the diploma is just saying you finished whatever the requirements are. You are the representation of what you've learned and grown in built within you that you can now share with the world. And third, lastly, and most important, take it one day at a time. Now, no matter how lofty your goal is, you can only accomplish it bit by bit, one day at a time. It's impossible to do anything different. By breaking things down one day at a time, it allows you to become fully immersed in the present moment, right? And this allows you to be available and receptive to unforeseen opportunities, whether that's business, financial, or relational. And the more you take things one day at a time, the more you focus on the process rather than the results. And this shift to a process-oriented approach is transformational because it removes the finish line. And soon enough, you'll realize that the daily practices that you've been working on have allowed you to surpass anything that you could have ever dreamed of. And that's where faith comes in right there. Faith is when I remove my will. And what, what, what do I mean when I say my will? That means that my goal, my, my, my tunnel vision to what I want, my wants and my desires, when I remove that and just say, I'm gonna keep doing the next right thing, I'm gonna keep doing one day at a time, I know that this is gonna lead me on the path 
that is right for me. That right there is putting your faith in something bigger than yourself, whether you think that's the universe. But I really believe that when I do that, that God will provide. And it's not just providing, meaning I will achieve my goal. It means that I'm going to get more than I could have ever dreamed of. Because let's be honest, when we set goals, we always set goals low. And we set, and it makes sense. We set goals low because we want to attain them. We don't want to set the super lofty goal and fail. We do want success, even if we think we're some visionary. But I promise you, when you let go of the results and focus on the process, you're going to realize that you were put in these situations to help you transform as a person. And it's not about crossing the finish line but it's about who you are when you get there. And that is so transformational. The obstacles that you used to look at and be like, man, I gotta overcome this now, are you kidding me? Are now opportunities to grow and opportunities to look back and, and turn around and reach out and help somebody alongside you and use those opportunities to help people grow. And so often we're just focused on the letters that follow our, our last name, our degrees, where we went to college or whatever, that we miss the whole point. And the whole point is, what type of person are you becoming? Because we're all becoming somebody. We're all growing, whether we're growing positively or negatively. I believe that we are not just standing still. So how are you using today? How are you approaching your goals? Are you just gonna say that, man, I hope I get this and I hope this becomes my entire identity. And if I don't have it, then I'm not good enough yet. No, your goals are just something that are pointing you in the right direction of where you're meant to go. And they're not stagnant, they're dynamic. They can change every day. But how are you using that? How are you using that to grow yourself? And more importantly, how are you using that to create a more loving, kind, and just world? Think about that as you go into your week. How can you use that? What are your gifts that you can give to other people? And if you're sitting there being like, I don't really have any gifts, we all have gifts. Sometimes some of the most impactful things in life are the most small and insignificant to the person giving them, if that makes sense. I mean this, when I was in the classroom, I loved saying good morning and I loved smiling because sometimes just the smallest smile can transform someone's day. And we can all do that. We can all say hello. We can all ask how are we doing. We can all smile. So how are you going to radiate positivity and kindness today? Think about that and I would love to hear your thoughts. Have a great day, everyone. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Please don't forget to rate and review our podcast. Your feedback really means the world to us. Have a great rest of your week, everyone, and I'll see you guys next Thursday.